Welcome to Creative Solutions, where we are here to help you reduce stress, create a more satisfying customer experience, and of course, make more money. What's up guys, it's Big Rich with Creative Solutions and today I am going to walk you through what it looks like to take somebody from the first initial contact all the way to the closing table. Now we're just going to hit the basics, but if you have any questions, if there's anything that you would like to hear more about, please jump on our social media, DM us, you can put it in the comment section of our YouTube or even email us. We would love to hear from you guys, that way we can make sure we are giving you the absolute best content that will help you become a better realtor. All right guys, so the first step when it comes to showing people properties and going through this huge process that can seem so overwhelming is just the contact. Now, the contact could be you reaching out to somebody and getting them as a client, or it could be if you're using a lead generation service such as like a Zillow or something, um, it could be them calling you. Now, when this call is answered, there's a couple things that you need to make sure you're taking care of. First, we need to make sure that they're not already working with another agent in the industry. Look, we don't wanna step on people's toes. We wanna be as respectful as we can. Obviously, as you're respecting others, you will be respected in return. So, make sure they're not working with another agent. The next thing that we're gonna work on is we need to see if they're pre-approved. Now, there's some controversy on this one. It's not terrible, but you have an option. There are some agents out there that say, hey, if you don't have a pre-approval, I'm just not willing to show you that first property even because sometimes it takes so long and we put so much effort in, it's not really worth it. Now, other agents such as myself and the team that I work with, we do choose that even if you don't have a pre-approval right off the bat, we are more than willing to show the first house or so that first day. Um, we think it's actually better to start creating a relationship. When you have a relationship with somebody, we can help them get a pre-approval normally in very rare cases can someone not get a pre-approval for whatever they're looking for or something. But if you've created already a relationship with them, even if the pre-approval came back less than what they were expecting, you do have a little opportunity then to speak into their situation and hopefully still keep them as a buyer. Maybe you're finding them something a little different than what they were expecting. But our goal is to bring joy to the client, obviously. We wanna make sure that they feel like they've been taken care of throughout the entire process. So you wanna to get to the closing table? Well, the first thing we've gotta do is get a client. Now, when I say get a client, there's a couple ways that this could happen. One, it could be you reaching out to people you know or people you meet and getting them as a client and showing them houses, so on and so forth. Another option is you might have a lead generation service and therefore you're actually receiving calls of people who want to look at homes. Now, when we get on the call or you're talking to somebody for the first time, there are a few things that we wanna keep in mind. First off, we need to see if they are involved with another real estate agent. We do not wanna step on toes. Now, there are special circumstances where if they're working with an agent, it's not working out well, they have not seen this house in the agent, you can gain them as a client if they wish, but we do prefer as much as possible not to step on people's toes. We wanna to respect others because we will be respected in our profession if we handle our business properly. Now, the next thing we're gonna worry about, obviously everybody knows, is pre-approvals. Now there are some real estate agents who have basically said, hey, I'm just not willing to show a property unless you can show me that you have a pre-approval already. There's a lot of work that goes into showing a property. There's a lot of work that goes into the process of helping buy a home, and it is understandable that there are agents who just, they're busy and they're not willing to waste any time unless it's there. Now, personally, myself and the team that I work with, we do choose that even if you don't have a pre-approval at the time of the call, we will still go that first appointment with you. Now, that first appointment may be one house, it may be three houses, 
we don't mind because my goal and our goal is to create a relationship with the people that we're showing houses to. Now, something that might happen, and it's not rare, is somebody is looking at a very nice house with a high budget because they're expecting that they can do so much, and they get in with a lender, and they get to the pre-approval, and they actually find out that they are not capable of buying the big house that they thought because of their finances. In this situation, if you have already created a relationship with them, if you already have some repertoire with them and they can start trusting you, it is much, much easier for you to speak into their circumstance and situation and help them hopefully still be able to buy something that fits their needs, fits their wants, fits their desires. It just might be a little different than what they were expecting. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Remember, as a realtor, our goal is to help our clients in any way we can when it comes to buying a house and give good, solid advice. Now, the next thing we want to do, set the showing, all right? When are we going to show it? Where is it going to be? How are we going to meet with them? Now, some agents choose to have the client come into the office for the first meeting. And a lot of times it's what we would call a, a buyer's packet or something that we would hand them and explain the process of what's going to happen when we show them houses, when we do the offer, when we have the inspections, when we go through the appraisal, when we get to closing, they like to go over all of it. Some people, they're okay with doing that on the fly, maybe meeting them at the property. And still, again, you do want to walk them through the different things that are going to happen. Most people, if you're working especially with the lead generation service, have never bought a house before. You will get the occasional that has, and they may not have liked the realtor or lost contact with their original realtor, but for the most part, they're new. They don't know what's gonna happen, and they are nervous and anxious, they're excited. Our goal is to help bring some peace into the situation. So, when we're setting it up, the showing, we're gonna go out there. There's a couple things that we obviously wanna make sure that we have. Now, your goal is to look as professional as possible. You want to build trust with them as much as possible as we go through this process, okay? So there's documents that we can get, such as residential property disclosures. Uh, maybe there's a lead-based paint. Maybe there's some utilities that they've applied and gotten ready for us. We want to make sure we have everything printed off that we could possibly get in the property because we want to show that we're doing our due diligence to our clients. Uh, obviously, we're going to go to the MLS. We need to be printing off our documents, the main page. We need to make sure we have as much as possible, as much information. Another thing we want to think about is Obviously, if they don't have a lender yet, we need to start thinking about that. So it may be a wise decision to have some contacts or even some cards of lenders, some information on different lenders or mortgage companies in the area that you like to work with. The more information, again, that we can provide, we want to show them that we're helping them as much as possible. We don't want them to be confused. And honestly, you don't want them to have to go outside of your sphere of influence. We want them to feel safe and trustworthy in what we have and who we are. And then, of course, after you show a house or maybe 13 houses, it's gone both ways before for everybody, you're going to find the house that they love. And what does that mean? It's time to write an offer. Now we're going to go over what it looks like to write an offer. When it comes to writing an offer, there are quite a few things that we need to make sure we are very cautious of and remember. Now, we need this because if we don't do this right, we're not gonna be protecting ourselves, one, we're not gonna be protecting our client, and we just wanna make sure that this goes all the way to the closing table in whole with as much peace and a little stress as possible. Now, when it comes to writing an offer, there are quite a few things that we need to make sure we keep in mind. The reason we do this is there are laws and guidelines that we have to follow, and we wanna make sure, one, that we are protected as Builders, two, that our clients are protected, and three, we want as best as possible to make sure that this goes all the way to the closing table with hopefully as little situations as possible that we need to take care of. 
So when we know that our client is ready to write an offer, we have found the perfect house and it's game on, there's a few things that we're going to take care of. And the first is contacting the seller's agent. Now the seller's agent, they are not allowed to give certain information out, but what we need to ask them is, are there any provisions we can put into our contract that would help our clients gain the approval and the acceptance of this contract? The agent might let us know that getting an extra occupancy would help. Maybe closing on a specific day might be short or long. Maybe earnest money would help. We need to know these things when we go back to our client to prepare the offer. That way we give ourselves and our client the best opportunity to get their offer accepted. Now, I really hope that you already have this part taken care of, but we need to have that pre-approval in writing or in our email or something. That way we can send it over to the seller because we want to show that we are serious buyers in this transaction, not just hoping we're gonna get it and then we'll take care of it afterwards. So when we get to the table, it's time to actually talk with our clients. There's a couple things that we need to communicate to them so that they are best prepared for the next part of the process. A couple of the things that we're going to worry about. We need to make sure they're aware of what the market actually looks like. Okay. Our house is going for more. Our house is going for less. Do we have the ability to communicate back and forth, send a couple counter offers, or do we need to be putting our best foot forward and there is no opportunity for comebacks? Some other things that we need to talk about. Are we going to go with our highest and best? Are we going to use an escalation clause or are we going to give a 30 day occupancy? These are items that we should have already spoken with the seller's agent about, and we need to bring them up to our buyers so that they understand if we want the strongest offer, the best offer that we can write, here are a couple things that we can do to make it look better. So as we're writing this offer, there are key parts of the contract other than the price that can be negotiable. And we need to make sure we are best prepared as real estate agents to explain this to our clients and hopefully write our strongest and best offer. Now the key components we're talking about are earnest money, closing costs, title insurance, home inspection, home warranty, tax prorations, closings, and occupancy. These are just some of the things that we have the ability to maneuver around with our buyers to hopefully give us our strongest and best offer as we send it in. Once we've gotten to the point of filling out the entire contract, obviously you need to double and triple check. Make sure your information is correct. Make sure that the buyer agrees with everything that we have their signatures. This contract, if accepted, will determine how the rest of our transaction goes all the way to the closing table. And we want to make sure that ourselves as realtors, as well as our clients are best prepared for what is to come. And lastly, once we have that offer ready to go, we have checked it, we have signed everything, we know this is exactly what we want, you need to contact the other agent and let them know it's coming. It is so easy in real estate sometimes to miss an email or miss a text. We need to make sure that we are somehow getting a response from the agent that they have received the offer. We wanna make sure it gets to the seller because hey, we do want this house. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Solutions. Also, if you guys have any questions or topics you would like for us to discuss, email us at info at creativesolutionsforrealtors.com. We also have our online website listed in the description below for more in-depth training about real estate.